Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Are you ready? 107.1. Are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> BS in the morning. It is BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She's Brad. The web address for uh, And by the way, we had some problem with the web address over the weekend. And for some crazy reason, if you went to bsinthemorning.show, you got kslq.com. Don't ask me why. It's back normal. I don't understand some things in the internet. Sometimes. I think I think Jeff Zuckerberg had a problem, and he redirected our site. I think that's what it was. Not exactly sure. I wouldn't put – are either that or Jeff Bezos. You know, we didn't talk about that last week, about <laughs> Jeff Bezos' unfortunate speech to – or when he got off the uh, uh, off the off the rocket ship. Did you, did you, did you hear that? No. He, he thanked all the employees and all the – customers who made it possible for him to be a, a billionaire and fly in space essentially is what he did <laughs> i'm going okay. like i can see his public relations crew like cringing like okay so in other words what you're telling everybody you made so we made so much money off of you that we can afford to have you fly in space and the other thing is he gets off the ship and he's got a cowboy hat on uh, do you do you see jeff bezos is the cowboy hat dude I've never seen him before. He's a chrome dome. Oh. Yeah. Well. And I'm not saying anything against chrome domes, although you can get help. Hans can help you out. You know, trust me. I know Hans has helped me. I'm a chrome dome to the point where I used to get, uh, man, I've been named in lawsuits before. Like, for example, a big one I was involved in in, in Clayton. I was walking across, um, you know, a sidewalk in Clayton. I was right there in Carondelet and Bemiston. And the sun was out. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And the sun hit my chrome dome and reflected into three cars who had a horrendous car accident in downtown Clayton. And three people ended up in the hospital because of my, my shiny head. Mm-hmm. And okay. Um, that lawsuit's still going on. BS. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> what do you mean BS? Uh it's Monday. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. The web address for the radio station. Well, there's three of them now. Crap.website. That's crap. Uh, Westplex1071.com and also KSOQ.com. It's the Trimal Cast, we call it. Three stations. And not to be out... Well, I guess we are outdone by Tracy, who now has 18 radio stations. None of which are on the air, but once again, I'd be scratching my head. Today was supposed to be the day, but it's not. <sighs> and it's uh, day number eight for the, uh, the uh, Jeff... Alien refugees. And they're doing a bang-up job, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I have to give them credit. Good-sounding yeah. radio station, you know? I mean, there, there's a vibe you can hear. And, and, you know, how do I talk about this? Uh, I'm the guy who started this website, what, a week and a half ago, called radiopoop.com. And yes. I've been a radio guy all my life. And uh, if you read... Out of the womb. Right. Yes. If you read... My little about page, there's a reference to 1996. And what happened in 1996 actually was, and it's sort of interesting because it's, it's sort of contrary to the popular belief of what would be happening right now. The Democrats changed 
the FCC rules and regulations. Up until 1996, you only had you could only buy so many radio stations. You only owned so many radio stations. For a long time, it was it was 14. You could own seven AM and seven FM. You could only own one AM and one FM per market. So in the big you know back in the day, the big stations like CBS, the big companies like CBS, like here in in um, in St. Louis, owned Camo X, and at the time it was Camo X FM. Then they switched it over to KHTR, a bunch of other different call letters. Anyway, now it's KLOU. Um, then the whole thing started where companies started buying more and more radio stations. And first the FCC said, you can only own 28. And then they said, you can only own 36. And then essentially they said, you can own as many as the DOJ will allow as long as you don't get into trouble with non-compete and, and, and uh, what do you call it? Monopolization. Monopoly. Yeah, monopoly. So now it's to the point where what's happened back in the day, there used to be like, you know, 35 different owners in St. Louis. Now there's three. <laughs> So, and what what's happened is this phenomenon I refer to as Mick Radio, where all these stations, all these big companies are just trying to make every one of their radio stations sound the same across the country. If you drive across the country and you hit the scan button on your radio, you can hit, you can hear Ryan Seacrest practically in every city because he's on iHeart. And now to the point where the company that owns Camo X and Y98 and KZK, a bunch of other stations, has done the same thing with their stations, where not with a big name like Ryan Seacrest, but they took one of their DJs, I believe out of Philadelphia, and put that woman on 20 of their radio stations from 10 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon. And then another one of their guys, who I think works in Pittsburgh, uh, he's on now 20 of their radio stations all over the country. So in other words, you hear these people, and it's like there's no local flavor. They don't talk about things like the mask mandate that goes into effect in St. Louis County today, you wouldn't hear things like that, right? Because of the fact they're not local. And what are they doing? They're making more money, big corporations. They're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They buy more radio stations. And quite honestly, the worst offender of McRadio is the religious company, EMF, which buys radio stations all over the country for cash because people just send them money, and they fire entire staffs. They bought WP, uh, d- the Loop, WLUP in Chicago. I think there were 90 people on staff. They fired every single one of them and put the same goofy program on. They run all over the country. No localization. So what I decided to do was write, start writing a column and sort of talk about local radio. And what we're, we're having here, we're sort of having a renaissance where um, some local dudes and dudettes are getting upset the way things have happened, and they're buying stations themselves and doing local programming, which, once again, I'm all for. Jeff Allen, Jeff, excuse me, Jeff Alien, Joe Rush, who was the fourth member of the group Rush. Did you know that he was the fourth member of the group Rush? I did not know that. He played the xylophone, and um, <laughs> it didn't... <laughs> what are you laughing at? You don't think that's true? No. Yeah, Rush had a xylophone player. It was Joe Rush. That's how they named the group. And somehow or another, it didn't quite work out. The xylophone didn't quite work out with Getty Lay singing those, you know, piercing vocals. So they got rid of Joe Rush. They got rid of the guy who who started the group and was the namesake. That would be like, that would be like, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Joe Beat, you know who Joe Beat was? I do not. He was the fifth member of the Beatles. And they got rid of him, but they kept the name. How do you figure they kept the name? Beat. They just put L-E-S on the end. It was Beatles. Oh. Joe Beat. Okay. Yes, I understand. <laughs> you don't believe me? Oh, look. It's so early. It's 619. <laughs> not yet. It's not. <laughs> so anyway, I do this thing called RadioPoop.com. Radio poop. He does. RadioPoop.com. And it's, it's 
pretty entertaining, actually. Well, I try to write it. I with, think it is with some fun tongue and tongue and cheek kind of stuff. Poke a little bit he's, fun. He's trying to use that worthless journalism degree. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and this morning's feature is about Randy Tobler, who is a doctor, an MD, and um, I, you know. I'm in awe of people like that's, this. That, those are the people that like you. Those are the people I was telling about you yesterday. Who? Randy Tobler likes me? Yeah. How do you know that? Because we had this conversation yesterday. I've never met him before. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I've talked to him on the phone a few times. I've texted him. Anyway, Randy Tobler is an interesting guy. Grew up in South County. His dad was a music teacher, I believe, at Lindbergh High School. Uh, he played trombone, and so did me. I played trombone as well, too. Uh, so low brass dudes rock. And then he went to med school, went to Wash U, became a MD. He's an OBGYN, believe it or not, all these initials. Um, and got a little frustrated with living in the city, in the St. Louis area, and moved to, like, Nowheresville up in northeast Missouri. And now he runs a small, what he calls a safety net hospital up in northeast Missouri. But he was on 97.1. He was one of the original guys. Originally, he did a five-hour shift. He worked on Saturday morning from 6 to 11. From 6 to 10, he did a political talk show. Then from 10 to 11, he did, a, he did a medical talk show. And slowly but surely through the years, they just kept cutting him back to the point where most recently he was doing one hour on Saturday morning. And why? Because they got to get the vitamin gurus and the retirement gurus. And, and believe it or not, they cut his show back for, and this is ironic, Tracy Ellis. Really? Yeah, she did part of his show. They cut him back, and Tracy Ellis took over one of his hours on his show on Saturday morning. So when uh, when he left uh, 97.1 to move over to 101.9, he waved goodbye to the 97.1 people. And he's a class act. He used all his fingers when he waved. And now he's over at 101.9. And this morning, my feature... And 101.9 is... News Talk STL, soon to be... Uh, News Talk, right. which is Jeff. Yeah, which you can't pick up real well out in St. Charles County, but uh, there's a guy by the name of Rick Pogue who just made a gazillion dollars, and he's buying the Viper, and they're going to make the Viper. Instead of the Viper rocking, the Viper's going to talk. And so you'll be able to pick it up. Be... I think that's BS. You don't believe me? No. I'm telling. It's the truth. Well, they're silly for doing it then. Why is that? You don't like the Viper? I like the Viper fine. It's not my It's not my type of music, but they've got a very, very... Loyal following. All those guys with no teeth and no hair. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> or lots of hair with mullets. But my point being is that they've got a very loyal following. And um, if they if they do not, they just need to leave the Viper alone. Okay, let's let's do a little, little role playing here, okay? Shelly buys a radio station and she calls it K-Girl, K-G-R-L. And it's all women in, in the Westplex, all women in the Westplex. And she has this huge file following of women in the Westplex. And then one day, Jeff Bezos calls her up and said, hey, Shelly, what'd you pay for K-Girl? And Shelly says, I paid a million dollars. And Jeff says, I'm going to write you a check for $10 million. And you're going to say, oh, I've got a low, Jeff, I'm sorry. I've got a local audience that's very loyal to me. And I couldn't make $9 million profit off the, the backs of these women who support me with K-Girl. That's what you'd say. <laughs> you think that's the way it went down? That's the way it's going to go down. Whatever. Hey, you don't believe me. Hey. No, I don't. The Grand Poopa knows everything. He does, but <laughs> I, I think he's he's wrong about this scenario. You think? Okay. I do. We'll wait and see. Standard bet? Uh, No, no, no. You keep losing those bets, and I feel sorry for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, oh, hey, hold it, hold it. I got a new one. Oh, you know what? I forgot to put it in here. I forgot, oh, I'm sorry. Oopsie. Uh, I forgot. Hold it. Let me see if I can find Did I put it in here? I don't think I did. Hold on a minute. Uh, hold on. Let me, is this it? Hold on. Let me see if this one's it. Was I engulfed in the greatest conspiracy since the hosts of The View were discovered to be robots? No, that's not it. Is it this one? Hold on. You can't hit a target you can't see. No, that's not it. How about this one? I think you should be able to go up in the stands and beat the hell out of one person per game. No, that's not it. How about this one? It must really suck to be that dumb. No, not that one. Hold on. How about this one? I'm an unadulterated fan. No, that's not it. How about this one? Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. Uh, I can't find that one. Whatever it is, the answer's no. Don't take drugs! There's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not I, a single thing. I can't find it. I thought I put it what in What are you here. looking for? My newest one I found. What what does it say? Oh, what, uh, let's take a break and I'll see if I can find it. Okay. 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 It's 6:24. <laughs> Is BS in the morning 6:24. Uh we'll be back in a couple of minutes. And I know you'll you'll just sit on the end of your car seat waiting for us to come back. BS mm-hmm. in the morning. It's uh Brad and Shelly. She's Brad, I'm Shelly, and web address for the radio stations uh well let's just do the morning show. It's BS the morning dot show. Hey, guess who just called me? Who? Ben Dudley. You don't know who Ben Dudley is. I know who Ben Dudley is. Ben Dudley We worked... go way back. No, you don't know who Ben How's Dudley is. How's he doing? Is. Well, Ben's doing quite well, to be honest with you. Uh, ben used to work for me. He was a high school kid uh, who uh, worked for me doing all sorts of things at the radio station and also did sports for me. And um, I'll, I'll just, I'm going to have him in the air some morning. Because he called me, said he didn't know I was doing a morning show. He's driving on his way to work right now. He's a firefighter now. And... Um, Interesting story is that Ben's one of these kids, now he's a full-grown man, uh, that uh, I really thought was going to go places and uh, gave him a lot of stuff to do with the radio station. He was very good at what he did, did a great job of sports. And one of the toughest things I ever had to do, I had to fire him and um, was really not a good situation. I mean, I mean for me, because I, I, I liked the guy. I, you know, I probably maybe, maybe liked him more than I should have into the point, you know, part uh, that I let him get away with a little bit and he pushed me too far and I had to get rid of him, which is sad. But I helped him get into Lindenwood. Uh, matter of fact, he, he took the broadcasting course at Lindenwood and I called Mike Wall at the time, who I worked with at the old KSOQ, and said, look, this kid's a good kid. I think you should get him into your program. And he did. They took him into the program. And one day, Saturday morning, maybe it was Saturday afternoon, I'm driving along, and my phone go, goes off, and it's Ben Dudley. And I see his, his name come up on caller ID. And I answer the phone. I go, hey, man, how you doing? And he says, I just want to thank you. And I go, for, for what? He says, I just graduated from Lindwood, and it wouldn't have been possible without you. Oh, honey. And I thought to myself, Wow. That really made me feel good, you know. He, I would hope so. He went to school, you know. I helped him. I mean, I mean, I mean, I helped him get in. I mean, he would have probably gotten in without me, but you know how it is. Sometimes if you grease the skids a little bit for somebody, it makes it easier. So, um, and he graduated, and um, you know, got his degree, and now he's a firefighter, and he That's uses amazing. he uses that broadcast degree every morning because when the dispatcher comes over that PA system, you know. <laughs> Fire 51, fire 51, respond to a car fire. He's the guy that walks over and picks over the microphone and says, KMG 365, we're responding. And he doesn't have a radio voice. And everybody in the fire department goes, oh, my God, that guy is so good on the radio. How did he get to be so good in the radio? I'm sure that's just what they're saying. (laughs) 
That's ben, what we're saying. Ben's a good guy. And I, yes. I, t- I tell the story about me having to fire him, not to embarrass him, but quite honestly, I think as time passed, he realized that that was the right thing to have happened to him. And it's one of those things that sometimes you got to take your, your medicine and it doesn't taste good. You know what I'm saying? Yep, you do. You have to take your comeuppance. Matter of fact, that's why I pucker all the time because I'm always taking that bad medicine. <laughs> oh, that's 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 the that's the deal with me. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he he works at a fire station, which I'll remain nameless because I don't I don't necessarily want you know because I don't know if he's married or not. Ben's one of these stud guys. Ben was you know like weightlifter the whole bit. I mean like Ben had like the you know the big barrel chest and the rippling muscles and good looking young dude you know and the women you know he'd walk by and the women were just I mean like we had him broadcast from the town of Country Fair. They had to bring in extra ambulances because of the fact that when he was out there broadcasting, the women would walk by and they would just swoon and faint. One point in time, they oh, were they would not. They were stacked up like five or six deep. All the women walked by Ben and they go, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, it's Ben Dudley!" Ah, oh. and they just fall over. And it got to the point where, like I'm telling you, they were like five deep. And fire department had to come, and paramedics had to come and unstack them and take them away to the hospital, and give them oxygen, the whole bit. So we got the the lady who ran the fair called me up and said, "Get rid of that guy. He's causing problems at the fair." So we had to take Ben Ben away from the Washmo Fair, which, by the way, is next week. Can you believe that? I didn't think they were having it this year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of the fairs are back in gear again. Matter of fact, matter of fact, <laughs> I read something somewhere. Some jerkazoid was saying like, "Yeah, that's what we need. All these fairs to be back and you know in business again, so people can sit up in the stands and watch the tractors belch that big black diesel smoke and give each other COVID." I'm going like, man, some people are diehard. Okay, I found my thing that I couldn't find. Okay, yay. I I hate it when you can't find your thing, Brad. It just <laughs> sets the day off wrong. That's what happens when your thing's small. <laughs> anyway, it's six, what she said. 638. Okay, here it is. You ready? <laughs> you ready? That was you. <laughs> that wasn't me. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Can we can we all get along? Can we can we get along? That's it. Okay, you're gonna have to repeat it because I couldn't really hear it. Can we can we all get along? Can we can we get along? You know who that is? No, and I don't even know what it was said. Listen, Kat, one more time. I'll play it. Listen closely. Okay, I'm trying to listen to it off air. Can we can we all get along? Can we can we get along? I still can't hear because if I open up my door, I'll I'll squeal. Can we can we all get along? Can we can we get along? Just repeat it. What is it? <laughs> Can we can we all get along? Can we can we get along? That's the infamous news conference from Rodney King. If you remember, he is the guy that the police just we all can't we all get along? Right. He was he was caught. He was one of the first like in history of of broadcast news. He was one of the first guys to be caught on camera having the cops beat the daylights out of him. I can't remember what he did. He he ran a stop sign or something. This is out in what California. And he did something, traffic thing like that. And he wouldn't pull over for whatever reason. And they finally pulled him over and beat the snot out of him. And uh, that was caught by somebody who was shooting like, you know, once again, this was no smartphone camera era. This was like somebody had like a video recorder, like a camcorder kind of deal. And they were shooting out a the window. Jitterbug. Right, it wasn't a, no, jitterbugs don't have phones or don't have cameras on them. Anyway, uh, they were shooting like some, it was probably some video camera that probably weighed four pounds, you know, or two tons or something like that. And they, and he went on trial. 
And if you remember, then what happened was when he was, after the case was over, there was these huge riots where, you know, all sorts of people were, were matter of fact, if you remember, there's the, the incredibly sad one where that truck driver was driving through some part of L.A. and they, he was like driving a dump truck or something like that. And they pulled him out of a dump truck. Black dudes pulled him out, this white guy, they pulled him out of a dump truck and just beat him the senseless, knocked him unconscious. And people were shot. And if you remember, they were in a, in a Korean part of L.A., uh, Koreatown, um, where the Korean guys were out with rifles protecting their buildings. And when this riot, this riot ensued, Rodney King was interviewed in a press conference. And he stood in front of the cameras, looked at the cameras, and said, and essentially said, you know, this is so sad. Look what's happened. And um, I've always found that interesting that uh, he came out and said that. Essentially what he was doing was calling for, hey, look, look, yeah, something bad happened to me. Um, you know, I got beat up by these cops. I shouldn't have been beat up by these cops. They didn't know they were being videotaped. And I can't believe it's turned into this. I can't believe it's turned into this. I'm paraphrasing. I can't believe it's turned into this horrendous thing where they're burning the city down. People are getting shot, maimed, killed, burnt, you know, all sorts of terrible things happening to people because indirectly what happened to him. And um, I thought it was a fascinating moment in history where he was essentially saying, you know, hey, let's just all get along. And to the point where... I do we keep, still have that in our history books? Well, I keep I keep saying that. I mean, like, you know, I don't quite understand this contentiousness that becomes part of human nature. And quite honestly, it's a dude thing. I mean, you know, if you get women to run, I still say wars would be gone if women ran the world. If all the countries had women running their country, we wouldn't have wars. Is that, I said that? I'm sorry, what? I said, is ice in that? There was your glasses, something had ice in it, right? No. Oh, okay. It's not like you had ice in a cup. Okay. Get what I'm saying? I mean, women wouldn't have this kind of garbage. Women would get together and say, hey, let's get together and get our hair done and we'll talk things out. Don't you think? Or they'd sit there and they'd pull out each other's hair and name call. <laughs> And scratch. But they wouldn't fire nuclear missiles at each other, right? They wouldn't. No, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> right. And and essentially, I always find this interesting because I've used that many times. Like somebody will say like, you know, like somebody would get like nasty with me. And I go like, hey, man, can't we all just get along? And people go, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I go, you know, let's move on down the road. You know, I mean, like, you know, so what? I mean, you know, so you don't like what I did. You know, I didn't come and punch you or anything like that. I, you know, I've only punched a couple people in my life. And both of them were people who punched me first. But you've um, experienced that more than just what you're telling us. What's that? What you were just talking about. Well, but once again, it was to the point where I got, you know, I mean, the first time it happened, I, I you know, our bus dropped us off at a corner and I walked about like a quarter mile to my house. And I had this doofus, stupid guy live down the street from me. I can still remember his name. He's probably still alive, and I've mentioned his name. He'd probably sue me now. But I'm walking along, and I'm walking. You know, his house was like, you know, three doors down from the bus stop. Mine was like 25 doors down from the bus stop. And I'm walking along, and, you know, he walked into his house. And all of a sudden, he comes, and I didn't hear him. He comes running behind me, and he kicks me in the back and knocks my book all, books all over the place. And knocked me down. 
and for no reason. I mean, you know, once again, a sucker kick. I mean, you know, once again, if you're going to kick me, come from the front, or at least I know it's common. Don't, don't, and I, my books went everywhere, my papers went everywhere. I got up, and I punched him. And him and I got on the ground and fought, you know, fought each other out. And I finally got him on the ground, and I punched him again. And his sister came, oh, leave him alone, leave him alone, leave him alone. And I got off him. That was the first time I ever punched anybody. I think I was probably like 11 or 12, something like that. Well, I say good for you. Why? What, that you punched him? Yeah. Because? Well, you know the crazy thing was? If something, if I always told Tiffany, if somebody comes after you, you give it to him. Well, he, he never bothered me Bring again. Bring it. He never bothered me again. Exact. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly my point. And he stayed away from me. And he, and that he, is exactly my point. <laughs> and to the point where, where, and crazy thing about it was, you know, I was in middle school or sixth grade or something at the time. I can't remember. I think it was like middle school. I think it was like in seventh grade or something like that. And uh, back in the day when, 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 when junior high was seven, eight, and nine, you know, I had this weird experience where junior high for us was three years, seven, eight, nine, and then high school is only three years, 10, 11, and 12. Anyway, um, and I can't remember if he finally moved away or something like that, but it was one of those things where it's like, it's like, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't go after people, you know, but once again, um, you come after me and I'm not saying physically, but a lot of times it ain't pretty. And I'm not trying to say, you know, I mean, it, it's, it, I think it was you sort come of after Brad well, and the defecation contacts the rotary oscillator. It's sort of like the Ronald Reagan theory. You know, uh, and who said it walk tall and carry a big stick? You know, to the point where Ronald Reagan was never ant- antagonistic on other countries, but he let it known that you attack us and we're going to come and kick your butt. You know, and, and, and the interesting thing about it was that's the kind of president that Donald Trump, er, that, you know, they thought Donald Trump was going to be like that. He's going to be launching missiles and invading countries, and he never did any of that. Think about it. That's he, because he was too busy trying to <laughs> to uh, comb his hair, keep his namesake. <laughs> What do you mean, keep his namesake? Well, I mean to keep it keep to keep it the Trump and the Trump name in in good form. They did nothing. I mean, he was too busy trying to um, respond to all of the grief that the media gave him. And and once they again, never let him do his job. So sad for me. And like, look what the press does now. You know, they used to ask Donald Trump, you know, questions like, you know, is it true that you beat up your wife and kicked your kids? And then now they ask, you know, Joe Biden, is it true that you like chocolate better than vanilla ice cream? You know, I mean, the questions are like, shall we say, a tad bit easier to, to yes. the, the Bidenster as opposed to the Trumpster, you know. So anyway, it's 646. And that's not what I was supposed to play. Hold on a minute. Let me try. Uh, da, 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 da. I always made my 14th mistake in the morning. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> it is 6.46. BS in the morning, it's Shelly and Brad. I'm Brad, she's Shelly. Did I get that right that time? I think I did for change. You actually did. That's <laughs> unusual for what you. What the heck is wrong It with must me? have been your friend calling you up. <laughs> it was Ben Dudley again. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, he doesn't know. Uh, Mike Gotten doesn't like the song we just played. All of a sudden, I'm a song critic. He gave me thumbs down on that song. Isn't it amazing? I happen to like that. You like that song? I do. Let me think. What are we going to talk about this morning? I got my list here. Let me go through this. Let me go. Um, be a show. There's right there. Oh, I, I, this is what I want to talk about. Um, first off, 
Uh, heard a guy over the weekend pretty interesting. Uh, talk about this incredible, we'll talk about this next hour, this incredible video from Yonkers, New York. Oh, my God, this thing is, is just like unbelievable. A car accident where um, a guy who apparently was drunk, and there's two video cuts. There's actually three video cuts. Um, two video cuts that are just, you watch this, and you go like, holy cow. I mean, and it involves police, and it involves body cameras, and it involves police who, look, once again, anybody who's out there saying defund police, watch this video, and you tell me these guys aren't heroes. You know, and people say, well, they were just doing their job. Yeah, they were doing their job, like, times 10. You know, they mm-hmm. went above and beyond the call of duty. We'll talk about it in the next hour. But what I wanted to talk about was... Okay, the the Gaines isn't it their name, Chip and what's her name? The you know the 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 home people, you know the Magnolia people. You know what I'm talking about. Was there Chris, Chip, and what's her name? Isn't she like like uh, related to your son-in-law? Chip and Diane. No, 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 no. Is, is who are you it, talking about? The house slippers? Yeah, the gals, the guy and the gal from Waco who are like, you know, Chip's like the dude who, you know, you know, like, you know, they're multi, 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 multi millionaires now. I'm sorry, uh, Hold on. Look it up. He's. I know. I know. He's Chip. He's Chip, and she's. And I think their last name is Gaines. Isn't it like the Gaines? Chip. Isn't it? Oh, you're funny. Is it Joanna? Um, Chip and Joanna. Joanna, okay. Yeah. There's a promo picture, and I I want your your opinion. We'll talk about this next hour. I'll just tease it right here. There's a promo picture. They're now on Magnolia Network, which is part of this Discovery Plus thing. By the way, it's interesting that Discovery Plus is like the um, streaming channel for Discovery Channel. They have all these, you know, like they have all these different shows on there. And what's interesting is... Any of the shows that are on Discovery Plus are old shows. If you get like the streaming service for Discovery Plus, you don't, you can't watch any of the new shows. It's all like a year old shows. I'm going like, I don't know if I've heard that before. I'm to me that's sort of like false advertising. Hey, you cut the cable, get Discovery Plus. You can stream the Discovery channels. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, they got this show on the Magnolia Networks, which is their their network. And the promo picture is him with his arm crossed, you know, like he's got these big old forearms, looks like he's Joe Stud. And she's got her arms around his one arm, and she's like leaning in close and leaning her head over to him. Like, he's the man, and she's the compliant woman. Okay? Because that's how they are in real life. (laughs) Absolutely not. I'll just leave it at that. We'll talk about that next hour. I want that to... I use one of my, you know, these resonate. Wor- no, well, not resonate. These words pop up that all of a sudden it's like it's like if you ever heard like some of these political talk shows, th- the talking points where one day fourteen different Democrats will come out saying the exact same thing, and these like some of the talk shows will say, and here's the talking points for the Democrats today, and it is interesting because fourteen different people will say the exact same line. It's like, okay, how did that happen? How did 14 different people who are all Democrats come out with the exact same line on the same day talking about a certain topic? Because that's what they were told to say. 
And so the idea being is that it's talking points. Uh, and, and people say, well, well, it's terrible what happened over the weekend because of blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. It's like somebody said exactly what to say. So we'll talk about that next hour. So I want you, and, and the thing I was going after was one of the words that came out of that was marinate. Remember for like a while, like six months yeah. ago, everybody came out, well, we're going to let that marinate. Yeah, noodle that around. Well, But they wouldn't say noodle that around. We're going to let it marinate. Yeah. Okay, where yeah. did that come from? All of a sudden, it's like years ago when it was when Obama was in office, the word was, um, uh, or maybe it was when, when uh, Clinton was in office, the word was, I um, uh, can't remember. It was a word that nobody ever uses that all of a sudden everybody was using that word. And it was to the point where it's like, okay, wh- who started that? Philanderer? Who? No, no, it wasn't philanderer. It was, I can't remember what it was. It oh. was something to do with, with um, I'll remember it. And we'll take a break. We'll be back. It's 6.58 PS in okay. the morning. <laughs> it is BS in the morning. Doink. <laughs> Doink. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't resist. What? I can't resist. Doink. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a man-child, Brad. I do that because if I don't, Shelly gets... Super lonely. Yeah, she just gets lonely. Soup, not lonely. I do. I soup. do. Because then it means like <laughs> nobody's playing with me. And then, uh, by the way, we got... There's a new new woman who works at the Post-Dispatch. And she's writing a column on local radio. In, in, in addition to Joe Holloman, who Tracy Ellis is mad at. Uh, anyway, uh, she's writing a new column on radio. And she's doing a podcast... And her first podcast is on us. Do you know about this? On who? On on us, BS in the Morning. And no, it's not. She started off her podcast by saying... Stop it. I'm, well, I'm not listening to you. True story. She says... You're full of BS, Brad. No, Stop I'm it. not. It's true. I wouldn't kid you. She started off yeah, her, you would. She started off her podcast by saying, Well, the other morning I listened to BS in the Morning. And all I can say is... People are suffering. People are dying. <laughs> I knew that it was BS. <laughs> okay, it's 7.09. Okay, lots of things to talk about this morning. Uh, gravitas was the word I was thinking about. Remember, it came out like one day. Once again, the talking points for the Democratic Party. One day, everybody, well, he doesn't have the gravitas. And I'm going like, what the hell's gravitas? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, and it's like one day, everybody on TV is saying the word gravitas. Where does that come from? You know, and you know what that means? You know what gravitas means? Gratitude? No, it means you're not you're not you're not a heavy dude. It means you're not heavy enough. Dignity, seriousness. You're not heavy, you're my brother. <laughs> dignity. Is that kind of heavy? Uh dignity, seriousness are solemnity of manner. Post for which he has the expertise and the gravitas. In other words, in other words, you could say like, Well, he doesn't have the gravitas to be the dog catcher in, in the town. Of course, you know, I think anybody could be the dog. Cojones? <laughs> no, it's not cojones. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, hold it. The lady who. I'm trying to figure this out. I thought somebody was actually going to talk about us, but no, you're teasing. <laughs> the lady who's writing for the Post-Dispatch just heard you say cojones. What do you say about that? What's, what, what is Shelly? What, what do you say about Shelly saying that? People are suffering. People are dying. And Joe Biden just called in and he said to Shelly. Bend down and whisper in my ear. They'd actually mm-hmm. breathe in my nostrils to make me move, to get get me moving. And Shelly looked at the president and said, My neighbors never talk to me anyway because they think I don't own a bra. <laughs> no, I actually probably would have said, I'm sorry, 
Sir, I am not a caregiver. I don't do body fluids. Oh, listen to you. How Seriously. Mean, how mean is that? Everybody that knows me knows I am not a caregiver. Oh, man. And I don't do body fluids. They make me gag. I'm a sympathy user. No lie. Don't take drugs. And exactly, don't take drugs. I did not know it was a thing. <laughs> I didn't know. It was okay, let me play this. What? What? I can't remember what the what the what the context with this was. Okay, you ready? Evidently, it's a very personal thing when you wear somebody's horn. What were we talking because about? I, the sousaphone. Oh, the sousaphone. <laughs> and listen to the way you say horn. It's so funny. Evidently, it's a very personal thing when you wear somebody's horn. What's wrong with that? <laughs> you say horn, horn. I said horn. And, and and here's advice for all of us this morning. Always be yourself unless you suck. <laughs> That's about right. Okay. Um, over the weekend, I think it was over the weekend. You know, now what's interesting is is that I read a couple interesting articles. I think it was in Atlanta that they had this shooting in this sort of like Ledoux kind of neighborhood. Like, you know, like mm -hmm. Ledoux of St. Louis compared to whatever the nice neighborhood of Atlanta was. Remember the lady down here as the mayor was like trying to defund the police. And now they're trying to find these people who uh, shot up this nice area of, of, of couple people were, were, were shot. Not seriously. You know, people, you know, it's just drive by crap guys just, you know, drive by and shoot guns out the window. And which oh, is like crazy, weird stuff happens in North city all the time. So now she's saying, we don't spare the overtime on finding who these people are. Okay, one minute we wanted to fund the police until somebody, one of their friends gets shot, and then it's like, we can't have enough police on the street. I don't quite understand it. And, and once again, I put myself through college. Here's my disclaimer. I put myself through college as a police dispatcher. Work with these guys. I'm telling you, of the guys I worked with, 95% of them I would trust my life with. 5%, not so much. But once again, that's true of anything. Look at where you work. If you've got 10 or more people that, you know, where you work, nine of those people or 90% of those people are good folk. There's some dude or dudette who's the screw up who you wouldn't trust, you know, with, with your used underwear. You know what I'm saying? It just, you know, yes. things wouldn't go right. I would have used another scenario, but yeah. Okay. So there's this video that's come out and it's, there's three different videos. The one is a, uh, video camera that's on a building across the street and it, this is like in Yonkers, New York and you see it's an intersection and you see, you know, people coming up to this it's funny because you see people sort of rolling the stop sign but that's not, so anyway, you see this car come up to an intersection and make a left turn and then all of a sudden the car just goes crazy it's like the guy his foot slips on the accelerator, off the brake on the accelerator, makes the left turn and he comes flying around the corner, hits a car on the one side of the street and flies across the street goes right into a restaurant i mean and the car disappears this car is in like a diner it's like a restaurant so the next video i saw is the body cam video and apparently there were a couple of yonkers cops right down the street and they run into this place and this car is way inside this restaurant i'm telling you like 20 30 feet back from the the you know front window okay and there's mayhem and what's happened is either he ran over somebody, and when you see the car go into the building, you see it hit a pedestrian. So all of a sudden, you see the car fly across the street, 
uh, hits a car on one side of the street, goes across the street, hits a pedestrian, and the pedestrian is up on the hood. I don't know if this was the woman and her kid or the woman and the kid in the restaurant. Anyway, there's a woman and a young girl, like maybe a year, two years old, trapped under the car. And oh, the, dear. I mean, and they are under the car. The car is on top of them, you know, w- you know, weight-bearing on their bodies. And the next thing you see on this video I saw is the body cam of these two Yonkers cops. And what do they do? With some people in a the restaurant, they pick up the car. Okay? I mean, once again, they grab the fenders. You see the cops, you know, one body cop, yeah. you see the guy, yeah. you see the guy, you know, his his camera, his body camera is crushed up against the car. And you can see, sad thing, you can see this girl underneath the car. And they're picking up this car. They go, come on, you got her, you got her. And somebody crawls under the car and pulls this little girl out. I'm going like, holy cow. And, you know, and once again, police are all bad. We don't need them. Defund them. Get rid of them. You know, and once again, they could have easily said, hey, we'll wait till the fire department rescue squad gets here. No, they pick up the darn car and pull this little girl out and and then pull her mother out. And both of them were pretty badly injured. I think the, the little girl's got a fractured skull. But the one body camera, you see the cop. The one, you know, they pick up, you know, there's two cops and there's, you know, intercut two different body cameras. And the one, you know, the one, uh, you know, after they pick up the car and get these people out for money, the one cop picks up the little girl and pulls her against her his body. And then the body camera is gone because, in fact, he's got this little girl up against his, his chest and the body camera. Right. And I'm going like, holy cow. Now, you know, once again, let's think about our lives, Okay. I make mistakes. You make mistakes. There's things I've done in my life that I wish I wouldn't have done. I get the whole thing in Minneapolis where that cop, you know, put his knee on that, on what's his face, George Floyd, mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and killed him. Okay? I mean, there's no gray area there. You watch the video, and quite honestly, I won't watch the video. I just don't want to watch the stuff like that. It upsets me because it bothers me that, take away the fact that he's a cop, it bothers me that a human being would do that to another human being. I just don't do well with that kind of stuff. Agreed. You know, it's, and once again, we have one incident where it's white cop and a black dude and the world just goes to hell. You know, we have riots, they burn down Minneapolis, we, you know, get rid of the police, they're all jerks, they're terrible, but then we have to think like, which came out last week, Cory Bush, our representative from North City and North County, who uh, is an uh, avid fund uh, purpose person to defund the police and also defund the Pentagon. Keep in mind, Corey Bush, who represents North County, guess who's in North County? Boeing, who has thousands of people here in the St. Louis area that work at Boeing who make jet fighters and things like that. She wants to defund the Pentagon and just, you know, we don't need jet fighters anymore. Those Russians will never hurt us. Those Chinese people will never hurt us. Those, those terrorists will never come to our country and smash planes into the World Trade Center and the Pentagon, and that'll never happen. We don't need all these guys and gals who are in the military. We don't need them. Just defund the Pentagon. What is her problem? But anyway, for the most part, most of our representatives and senators aren't like whacked out like her but yet she's one of the defund the police people and what you're starting to see in all these cities is crazy do you know in in california they're having this terrible problem with shoplifting and you know what part of the deal is i read this story i didn't realize this. it's called proposition 47 and proposition 47 makes it a a misdemeanor for property crimes under 950 dollars so in other words 
it used to be if you went into a store and stole like you know three, four, five, six hundred dollars. Well, no, no, no. If you stole like seven, eight hundred dollars worth of stuff, like let's say you went and went to a nice you know uh, store and stole a couple leather coats that were like four hundred dollars a piece, that was a felony. Now yeah. it's a misdemeanor. It's like a traffic ticket. So you know if they catch you, you get a traffic ticket. You go to court. And they say, did you pay, did you steal these two leather jackets valued at $800 for both of them? Yes, I did. Okay, pay a $100 fine and don't do it again. That's the way Proposition 47 is in California. Now the problem is you start seeing all these videos of people walking in the stores with trash bags and duffel bags and just filling them up, walking out the door. Nobody says anything. Nobody says a word. And remember, you laughed at me last week when I talked about this, but I talked to someone um, last week who lived in California, and they talked about the homeless problem. Remember I told you the, the situation that Dr. Drew talked about how they're having this problem with all the bacteria on the beaches in California? Yes, yes. Because the homeless people are pooping and pissing in, in, the, in the, the streams and the creeks, like in the L.A. River, because that's where they live, they're, you know... <laughs> They're, they don't even have a van down by the river. They're just living down by the river. And it's untreated sewage, and it's going out you know, into the ocean because that's where everything drains to in California, at least in L.A. It all drains out into the ocean. And the areas around where these creeks and rivers enter into the ocean, they have problems with the bacteria because it's human waste. It's like, oh, that's okay. But yet, if I were in L.A. and I was walking down the street and all of a sudden I had to go and I decided to tinkle on the sidewalk, I bet you I'd be in jail because I'm not homeless. You know what I'm saying? There's probably a lot of truth to that. <laughs> they go like, and the big controversy is this, you know, this, this, this thing, this, have you heard this deal with the Wii Spa? Have you heard this big controversy in, in LA? No. Okay. There's a spa. I think it's run by a Korean family. And it's one of these spas, restorative kind of spas, where you can go there and you can, you know, go to the steam room and you can go to the pool. And one of the areas is clothing optional, but they have a men's area and they have a woman's area. And a dude who's now a dudette, because he woke up one morning and just decided he was a dudette, uh, shows up at this spa and goes into the women's only clothing optional area and takes off his clothes, but yet he's still got his dude parts. Get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there was a woman in there with her daughter who went ballistic, going like, this is terrible. Why, you know, I don't want my daughter to see this. And she complained, and it turned to this great big fight where there's protests out in front of this spa all the time. And there's a law in California that says you can't discriminate uh, on the basis of someone's sexual identity. So this dude can go into the women's only, um, you know, women's only clothing optional area of the a spa, take off his clothes, show his man parts, but he claims he's, he's a dudette, and that's okay. What do you think about that, Shelley? I want to know what you think. What do I think about that? Yeah, tell me. I don't want to put you on the, on the, uh, on the spot or anything like that, but I want, I want Shelley's opinion, not mine. Well, I personally think that we need to stick to our own restaurant restrooms. Yeah, but the Supreme Court re- recently had that thing where that kid won that case, where essentially... Yeah, you know, I don't care. That doesn't mean anything to me. Doesn't mean anything to you. So if you're in a w- women's room and there's a dude who comes in, you're not happy with that. Correct. And if even he says, hey, Shelly, I heard you on the radio. Don't be upset. Um, 
but today I'm feeling like a woman. Okay, then go to the um, the family restroom that is only one single restroom that you can go in there. There's no one in there but you. Do your thing. Shake the dew off your lily. Do whatever it is that you do and come out and that's just the way it is. Okay, so that brings me to my next point, which I'm going to get in trouble for. If you can wake up in the morning and say, like, let's say this morning I woke up and I go, yeah, I'm not a guy this morning. Today I'm a woman. It's going to be two women on the air. It's going to be Shelly and Brad, two women. Okay, if I can do that, why can't I wake up in the morning and go like, I'm not a white dude anymore. I'm an Eskimo. Or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a Pacific Islander. What was your question? <laughs> why can't I be transracial? If you can be transsexual, why can't you be transracial? I don't know. That's that's bigger than me. I mean, but think about that for a minute. If you can say, I was born a man, but today I'm a woman. If you were born a black guy, why can't you just wake up in the morning and say, hey, today I'm a white woman. you transracial and transsexual. But remember the people that have done that. Remember Rachel Dolezal, the lady who ran the, I think, Washington State NAACP who claimed she was black. And then it came out that her mom and dad are both white. And she has no no african heritage in her in her they kicked her out man they drummed her out like like quicker than than you know like you you know if you stepped on a white castle how far you'd fall down the steps you know what i'm saying i do <laughs> i mean didn't make any sense i'm glad you understood that didn't make any sense to me i but see why can't you be transracial i don't understand that and what's interesting is if you read about that and i kidded Who's, about me. who brought that up I did a couple weeks ago because I heard somebody talking about this. I heard, and it's exactly the same thing I was saying. Okay, if you can be transsexual, can't you, how, why can't you be transracial? And man, there's some articles online. There's a whole Wikipedia page about this. And if you talk to someone about who's like a black person, oh my God, they take this personally. That's not right. You weren't born. You know, and to the point where like, I told you the goofy story. I went to Home Depot recently and I went over to the color selection and I'm not yeah. white. I'm not white. I went in the paint department. I picked out a paint chip. That's me. I'm like 72.53. That's me. I'm not white. I think it was pecan. I think it's what my skin color is. Whatever, Brad. So I'm a man of color, right? No? Yeah, you are <laughs> a man of color. You are. You are. It's 726. I'm, 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 I'm pecan. So don't call me anything else. You know, don't call me late for dinner. Except for nuts. <laughs> Listen to Shelly. She's in rare form this morning. It is 6, excuse me, 726. BS in the morning. Shelly, are you A-OK? I am A-OK times two. <laughs> you know, you know. I heard the other day, which is sort of interesting. What'd uh, you hear? There's a new area code. I don't know if it's new, new, but there's a relatively new area code in Florida that has Cape Canaveral, you know, where they blast off all the ships, the spaceships, things uh-huh. like that. NASA. You know what the area code is there? I do not. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it is not. Swear to God, three, two, one. How funny is that? Three, two, one. Area code. That three, is so appropriate. Two, one blast off. <laughs> anyway, that's area code. Okay, a couple things to talk about. First off, um, I love reading biographies. I'm a biography freak, and I find people in the news, and I read their biographies, and I read all sorts of interesting things. And so many times. You see people who are like extremely successful and you read their bio and like they went through holy hell. 
they had this happen to them. They were an orphan. They were, you know, their parents were killed in a car accident at six years old. I mean, terrible, tragic things that happened to them. And somehow or another, they shake it off and they become extremely successful and extremely wealthy. You know which bio I read over the weekend, which I found absolutely fascinating? Because I heard this woman's name, of all things, as an NPR, and I thought it was a joke. Her name is Wolf Herd. That's what that's what they call her. Wolf Herd. Now think about that. Herd of wolves, right? Wolf Herd. Okay? Yeah. And that is what's interesting is that's her middle name and her last name. That's what she goes by. Her her, her, her full name is Whitney Wolf Herd. You know who she is? Well, let me let me give you a little bio on her. This is like I'll touch on some of the 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 high points. She's 32 years old. In 2021, this year she became the youngest female self-made billionaire with a B. She's 32. She also became the youngest woman to take a company public at the age of 31. That happened last year. Okay? Do you have any idea what company she owns? I do not. Bumble. You know, I did know that. And and what's interesting about it is, if you read her bio, it's really interesting. She went to SMU uh, in down, down in Texas and I think it's, is that in Dallas? I can't remember where it's at. Is it in Dallas, I believe? Um, someplace in Texas. Anyway, she went to SMU and she was a sorority sister. So she graduated and she ended up working at Tinder. And there was some controversy because ultimately she started dating uh, the guy who was the head dude at Tinder. And people were complaining that she was like sleeping with the boss, blah, 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 blah. And she quit. And then she decided she wanted to run her own company. So she had this idea originally of a brand that she could sell to young women who would like that, especially, you know, college women. And then she turned it into a dating site with the idea that, if you know, the deal with Bumble, it's it, women have to take all the action. Dudes are just along for the ride. Women have to make the first, you know, it's it's very similar to like, you know, like Tinder. The real t- world. Well, no, Tinder Tinder started the thing with swipe left and swipe right. That was the whole deal, you know, because now it's gotten to be a joke. Okay, you don't like that guy? Just swipe swipe left and he's gone. You know, or you don't, you don't like that. The thing that happened to you, just swipe left and it's gone. So it's gotten to be like one of these social media kind of things where if you don't like something, you, you say, well, just swipe left. You know what I mean? The idea being like, okay, they're gone. So... What's fascinating is she started this this company, and then when she started Bumble, she went and did all these parties at sororities all over the country. And she would show up on weekends and bring pizza. I got a feeling maybe a little bit of alcoholic beverages, if that's allowed on campus at certain sororities, and give away stuff, give away T-shirts and swag and stuff like that. And she built this like sort of from the ground up. Um, and the whole, whole idea was behind it was empowering women said, you know, let women make the first, you know, advance, let women, you know, you know, you know, I, you know, look at a guy online, go, I like that guy, you know, I'm going to contact him because the men can't do that. You know, that's the way it's set up. The men are like, you know, we're like, sort of like, just like pieces of meat, you know, like you go to like the brass rail there on highway K and you go next door to the left, you go in the front door, you go to the left to the meat shop. And like, that's us. We're just like sirloin steaks laying there in the meat counter. Women come in. Oh, I like that one over there. Give me yes, that one. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. Right, right. That's the way it works on, on Bumble. Anyway, she's a billion, uh-huh. a billionaire with a B. And I'm going like, man, she's, you know, I'm thinking to myself, look at me, man. I'm an old dude. Been doing this radio business for a while. There are days I, you know, talk about rubbing two nickels together. There are days I can't rub two pennies together. You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, it's at a point where, where you know, I got to go out there and work the sign on 170th page, you know, and get kicked off the, the corner by the guys who claim that I'm not allowed. That's a whole nother story. Okay. So going back to the thing with Chip and Joanna Gaines, and thank you everybody who, especially you, the smartest woman in the world, sent me the name Chip and Joanna Gaines. Okay, there's a picture. This is the publicity picture of them together on their new Discovery Plus thing, the Magnolia Network, okay? And it's got Chip standing there with his big forearms, like, I'm a tough guy. And Joanna is like leaned in and got her arms around his arms. And I watched the show, and he's the doofus, and she's the smart one. So why does the picture make look like he's the, the he-man and she's, oh, my man, I love him so much. Oh, he's so wonderful. Get what I'm saying? Isn't that, isn't that that picture of them stereotyping? The fact that he's really the doofus and she's the brains behind the operation? Well, if that is the case, then what do our pictures signify? Well, no, no. Why isn't the picture with her standing with her arms crossed like, I'm in charge? And he, like, leaning in with his arms around her arms. Oh, it's Joanna. She's, she's the one wonderful woman. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Why, why, don't, why do we still have that? Why, why? Because, you know, just like, just like the smartest man in the world. You know what the smartest man in the world is, don't you? I do not. Oh, yeah, I do. And when, what he says is... There's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. I mean, that's the guy. I mean, once again... Breathe that in. Take a deep breath and inhale that into your lungs. There's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. So why is Chip Gaines making it look like he's the stud and she's like the compliant wife? I think that's wrong. I don't see any of those. Oh, there it is. You see the picture? He's like standing there like Joe Studs, got his arms crossed, and they, you know, they, they, prob- they probably, you know, photoshopped the, those muscles in his arms, you know, like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a tough guy, I'm a tough guy, and she's like leaning in, and she's got her arm around his arms, she's got her hands around, you know, like he's got his arms crossed, and she's got her hands around his left forearm, like, oh, he's my man, he's my man, he protects me, and she's the smart one. She's the, she's the one, you so know. So why are you going off their body language? What brought all this on? Because... It, I think it's it's it diminishes her. She's the smart one. He's the dumb. He's the. I mean, there's one episode where I don't watch this, but I've seen these things on YouTube, where there's there. You know how they have this deal where they they have a couple and they oh we're gonna buy this house and then Chip and Joanna go in. I think they're old show where they go in and they fix it up. You know, and then they have the whole deal. So. They go into this house that they're going to buy, and it's empty, and they're and they're looking, going for a room. Okay, I'm in this room. So they go into a room, and the I think the woman who the the wife of the the dude that they're buying is buying the house. She goes, "Ooh, a bug!" And Chip goes over and picks up the bug and eats it. Okay. Ew. I I swear to God, I can find this clip on YouTube and send it to you. He walks over, picks up this bug, and eats it, and he's like, "Oh, it's sort of crunchy." Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once again, would a woman do that? No, because women are smart. They're not stupid like men. That's all there is to it. And remember, remember what the president says. Remember what he says. There's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Yeah, you not better remember thing. what he says because he can't. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. So, oh, listen to you. So, so why is it that that picture of Chip and Joanna makes him look like the He-Man and she's like... Oh my God, he's my he's my rock. I wouldn't be able to do anything without so him. So why does that bother you? It bothers me because in this era of equal rights, everything's equal. You know, 
you know, whatever, where, like what, what Joe Biden says, whatever a man can do, woman can do better. I believe that. I believe that. I, 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 why, we talked about it last hour. If women were all the rulers of all the countries, if we had a woman president, if Kamala was president, if Joe Biden decided, you know, I want to I go play golf, I don't want to do this president gig anymore, and he resigns and Kamala comes in as president, things would be great. We wouldn't have crime in this. I mean, North City, everybody would lay down their guns. Nobody would, nobody would be shooting each other. You know, the, so? the Russians would essentially say, you know, you got a woman president. There's no way we're going to attack you. Chinese would say, hey, you know, you know we'll, we'll be honest with you. We really do create that virus in a lab, and we send it over to you to screw up your economy. We're sorry. Kamala, you forgive us. Everything would be good. Don't you think? Okay. You don't think? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. And if we had a woman, a St. Louis County executive, she wouldn't be make, us, making us wear masks today. She would be saying, hey, just get out and enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life. Come on. Just don't cough in people's face and be a little careful. But, you know, instead we got a dude who's got a, oh, everybody's got a mask up again today. Put your mask on. I was in a place. I was in, I was in a quickie mart last night in, in St. Louis County. And I said to the guy, I, hey, getting ready for the mask tomorrow? Yeah, and he points, he says, the signs are on the floor. Yep, we're getting ready to put them up right now. Can't go into quickie marts unless you have a mask on. At least in St. Louis County, St. Louis City. You know, that's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal. You know. We did it for a year and a half. I, I, you know, I wear my mask. I don't have a problem with it, but I think I know you do. I, I have my mask with me at all times. But I'd still think it's like, okay, here we go again. You know, and the problem with it is, it's, it's it, most of these places where this virus is hitting, it's the un, unvaccinated people. You know, and I'm not trying to say, you know, this is, you know, this is karma kind of stuff. You know, you don't get the vaccination. Guess what? You get the, you get the, 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 the vid. But, you know, once again, it's sort of like there's certain things in life that, like, with Shelly, when she drives down the, the highway at 120 miles an hour. Brad? <laughs> our, our, our Bill Moyer, when he drives down the highway at 120 miles an hour. Now, that might be. I it, don't know what kind of car he has, but my car will not go 120. In a station van. It that barely has, goes 65. It has the call letters on it. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. What's wrong with that dude? Well, people know what my car looks like. Yeah, that's because, well, I won't say that. I would get in trouble nope. if I said that. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't say that. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. It is 745. Right back. Seven, right back. 745. Yes, in the morning. I love that song. I do, too. You know, I was at the Schnooks Deli counter last week, and lady was ordering cheese, and she says, I'll take a half pound of Gouda and a half pound of Swiss and a half pound of Colby Calais. <laughs> such a goofball that's her name it sounds like a cheese doesn't it it Col- does colby calais yeah i take that colby calais cheese and what colby yeah. oh yeah it's the best cheese we have <laughs> anyway brighter than the sun <laughs> i'm sorry 751 okay um talked about a lot of different things this morning have you ever heard of this i, I learn stuff all the time i learned this on the radio i was listening to national public public radio by the way defund kwmu don't send in your money that uh, you want defunded yeah defund yeah. npr okay have you ever heard of this? I've never heard this term before. The Carmen Line. K-A-R-M-A-N. Carmen Line. You What's know, the last word? Line. L-I-N-E. It's, it, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a supposedly a scientific term. You have any, you've never heard that before? I have not. 
It represents, here's the definition, represents both the attempt to define a boundary between Earth's atmosphere and outer space and offers a specific definition set by the Federation Aeronautique International, FAA, uh, an international record-keeping body for aeronautics. Defining the edges of space is important for legal and regulatory purposes since aircraft and spacecraft fall under different jurisdictions and are subject to different treaties. International law does not define the edge of space or the limit of national airspace. And the reason that this come out is that this is because of the situation with, with, um, with um, both Branson and Bezos that... Essentially, they define space as 54 nautical miles or 62 miles, 330,000 feet above Earth's mean sea level, which uh, experts disagree on exactly where the atmosphere ends and space begins. Most regulatory en- uh, a- agencies, including the United Nations, accept FAA Carm- FAI Carmen Line definition or something close to it. As defined by the FAI, the Carmen Line was established in the 1960s. Various countries and entities defined space's boundary differently for various purposes. The Carmen Line is named after Theodore von Karman, 1881-1963, a Hungarian-American engineer and physicist who was active, I can't even talk this, active in aeronautics and astronautics. In 1957, he was the first person to attempt to derive such an altitude limit. So it's called the Carmen Line. And depending upon, um, you know, they're saying essentially, that's why when Branson went two miles above the Carmen line and Bezos went, I don't know, four miles above the, the Carmen line. They claimed that they were in outer space. And the interview was with a lady who is a physicist and she agreed that technically they were in space. That would be like me saying, hey, you know, I'm going to go down and you know, the Mississippi River's got some really nasty currents. I'm going to go swim in the Mississippi. That would be like me walking off the bank and like, you know, sitting down on the the you know you know I my legs were in the water my my water like I'm in the water up to like my 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 thighs and me like sitting down on the bottom of the river bottom near the shore and like me paddling my arms around hey man I'm swimming in the Mississippi and then the next day I said hey Shelly you know what I did yesterday I swam in the Mississippi and you went you really did that's dangerous oh my it was terrible uh, currents were terrible when I'm just like sitting like a foot off the shore you know, moving my arms around, sitting on my butts on the on the, on the, the the bottom of the river. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever make the hamburgers over at <laughs> Steak and Shake? What are you talking? How did where, where does that come into my conversation? Does it? Did you ever bring them with you? Bring them with me where? Into Never outer mind, space. Brad. Never mind. I mean, don't you think to a certain extent what, what Richard Branson and, and Jeff Bezos did is sort of like, okay, a, a lot of it do about nothing. I mean, like the entire space flight, quote unquote, for, for Bezos was like 10 minutes. Like whoop-de-doo. WFD. It only takes 10 minutes <laughs> to have what, a really good time. That's what she said. <laughs> Seven fifty. I'm serious. I'm going to mark that one. I'm going to cut that one up. Okay, <laughs> that's the newest. Please show. don't. I'm, that's the newest jelly one, <laughs> which will go down in in BS in, in the infamy. morning show infamy among her some of her best. They're like like uh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Our, our, um, I really fun. can't well, lose weight fast true. because my face won't keep up. Uh, how about that? That is one? very true. That's the conversation we had yesterday. <laughs> 
Or how about this one? Uh, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. That's not Shelly. Okay, that's 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 that's. Somebody had to explain that to me. Um, I'm at work and uh, I let you go. That's not her either. Doink doink. There's her. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Yet I'm one of the lucky ones. And this is another Shellyism. I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. <laughs> what does the fox say? <laughs> you feel better? Oh, or one time when 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 Shelly and I were discussing that scientific term called a chook, Shelly corrected me and it wasn't really a chook, it was a boo 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 no, that's not what that was about. <laughs> that was about water sprinklers. Because that's the kind of water sprinkler I used to have. It's a pachuchu. But no, though, though, those are what called impulse sprinklers. And the way they work is they go Yep. Right. That's exactly it. They're pachuchus. What are they again now? What did you just say? No. Nope. <laughs> Already said it. And by the way, um, what? I got a nice text from um, Dr. Lant at uh, Four Circles Vision Center Isn't on he Friday. Lovely? And once again, you got some eye problems? He's the guy to go see. Yes. Great guy. Great optometrist. I'm coming up in 20 years of being leg- human. legally blind in one eye. He's the the only guy who's ever been able to help me. The only doctor who's ever been able to help me. So if you have eye problems, especially if you have kids who maybe had their eyes don't track together or you got a kid who's could be a better baseball player because of the fact that uh, he could use some help with his vision, go see Dr. Lant. J.J. Lant, Four Circles Vision ser- Therapy, right there in K, right next to the Jeep store. Matter of fact, if you go into that northern entrance on the Jeep, the Luffy's Jeep, instead of making a right into the Jeep, make a left and you're in his parking lot right there. Okay, we're done. We are sick of forking us. We're done. We're, it's been, what day is today, Brad? <laughs> it's TGIM. It is TGIM. Easy for you to say. So thank goodness it's Monday. Have a great day, everybody. It's going to be an amazing day. You too, Brad. Okay, you too, Shelly. And remember, we got to sell, so we'll be on the air next month, okay? Peace. 758.